Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. It's the birthday day. Today I have Ed Ray 1416. Hello, everyone. Ed Ray, today's. Today's my birthday. Yesterday was Seth's birthday. That's right. That means my son, at the time of this episode, is six years old, and I have just turned the dreadful 29. Oh, you just wait until next year, pal. Next year, pal? What do you mean? When you turn the dreaded 30. Oh, my God! <laughs> it's, it's every 90s baby's worst nightmare. I'm going to have to buy you a walker. A walker? Oh, God. Oh, I need a walker now, man. My job is killing me. My job is killing me. Absolutely. Now, uh, before we get on with uh, today's uh, episode and chat and opinions, let's get on with the beer. And that means the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is what better way to celebrate a birthday by having a dessert beer. So today's beer of the day is brought to you by Ingenious Brewing Company. It is... Turtle Power. That's right, based off the Ninja Turtles. This is a Russian Imperial Stout brew with chocolate, pecans, and salted caramel. Coming in at a whopping 14% in alcohol by volume. Good God almighty. Let's uh, crack this bad boy open. Pour this beer. We're gonna, Ed Ray's going to share a glass of this. 14 and with me I can't get too drunk because uh, another big thing is happening this week my wife is meeting her biological father today how crazy is that Ed Ray well life goes on hopefully this one will too well she is pretty uh, nervous I'm going to say that she is nervous so far to meet her father in person for the first time in her life her father uh, lives in New York he is flying down here to finally meet the daughter he never knew he had. Well, apparently he might have known. It was uh, it was always in his head. But then uh, uh, some crazy things occurred and they finally connected. Anyways, here we are. The beer of the day. Turtle power. Let's smell this beer. How's it smell to you? It's very powerful. Oh, yes. It's going to have a very powerful smell to it. Um, you may like this beer, Ed Ray. I don't know. It's a dessert beer. So let's try it. We're looking for chocolate, pecans, and salted caramel. So look for those flavors when you taste this beer. What you got? Well, chocolate, pecan, salted caramel, I taste it all in here. Oh, yeah. You have a good palate, though. You have a really good palate. Um, my palate was destroyed to, by COVID, but I am getting the, I am getting the flavors. Uh, the, the, definitely the salted caramel and, and like a, this roasted pecan type flavor that uh, comes through. At 14%, it doesn't really have much of a burn, which is crazy. It's actually pretty smooth at 14%. Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've had beers at 9% or 8% that have, uh, that have burned my nostrils. <laughs> <sighs> It's a very interesting dessert beer. Anyways, 
we'll sip on this. I'm going to give it a rating closer to the end of the episode. Let's go ahead and uh, sit down. We were standing a moment ago. We'll sit down and chat. Uh, oh, Ed Ray. I hear that... Do you, do you remember the Ninja Turtles? What's your favorite thing about the Ninja Turtles? Well, Leonardo had the katana blades. Michelangelo had the nunchucks. Raphael had the... I forgot what those uh, things were called. They were daggers uh, of some sorts. And, of course, uh, uh, Donatello had the bow. Oh, yeah. The bow? It was a very long-range weapon, but it was called a bow. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Ninja Turtles is crazy. You see, I don't know if you've seen that they're coming out with a, um, or I don't know if they already came out with it, but a Ninja Turtles, uh, remake from the old, the old, uh, Sega, the old Sega classic. They're, uh, they've updated, they're making an official sequel to that game. What are you talking about? Hyperstone Heist? What? Uh, is that the original from the Sega? From Sega Genesis, it was called you, Hyperstone Heist. Could you, could you do like four players or something? Or two players? Oh, yeah, I mean, it was based off the original arcade from 1989. Yes, they are making a sequel to that game for uh, for modern consoles. It looks exactly like the arcade. Oh, I tell you what, the Ninja Turtles arcade was one of the greatest arcades at the time. Up until Street Fighter Two, people were just gushing over the t- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade. Yeah, it's actually the same people that made the Streets of Rage uh, sequel. Oh, so, so uh, this is going to be... Produced by people that uh, that worked for Sega before, huh? It looks like it. I, I, I don't know. I think they're just buying the rights to older games that Sega's not making anymore. And so they made a Streets of Rage uh, 4, I believe, would the sequel be. Is, is it 4 that would have been the sequel or 3? 4, because they already had three sequels of Streets of Rage on the Sega Genesis, the third being the worst. Yeah, so they made a fourth. <laughs> they, they went ahead and made a fourth. Uh, Streets of Rage, and now they're making this uh, Ninja Turtle sequel. They're considering a direct sequel to the to the Sega uh, game from the arcade. So that's pretty cool. Uh, anyways, Ed Ray, I heard you are writing a book. Yes, sir. What is this book about? It's basically a detective uh, story based on Dragnet, except instead of it being based in Los Angeles like Dragnet was... It's going to be based in the city of Houston in ni- as early as 1973. You're a big uh, Dragnet fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, Dragnet inspired a whole generation of cop shows, including Adam-12, and then, of course, it was partially the inspiration for Law & Order. That's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I'm, I'm more of a cop rock guy. Did you ever watch Cop Rock? It's a musical cop show. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it had some pretty famous singers in it uh, a couple episodes uh, from the 80s or whatever whenever it came out in the 70s <laughs> but, <laughs> well I'll tell you a little bit about the, the, the story the book's title is going to be called Detective Jack Falbo and it's going to start off very intense with some of the most intense, intense cases for the city of Houston No, uh is mm-hmm. it real? it's fiction oh it's fiction cases? Mm-hmm. that'd be cool if it was like a mixture of real cases yeah, well, it's going to start off intense, but as time goes on, the detective is going to be able to experience some changes that's going to make him a little bit softer, but still firm on his stance as a law enforcer. Hell yeah. Uh, what made you write this? Because, you know, you for a while now, you've been writing more of um, uh, nonfiction, 
right? You've been writing a lot more nonfiction, like how to garden and how to be a better parent. And, you know, uh, yeah, you did a parenting one or a, a relationship one, I think. Well, no, what the books that I wrote were how to be, how to make a permaculture garden, how to make a sustainable one, and of course, uh, how to live a simple life. Yeah, that's what it was. How to live a simple life, and you published you published that on a a, a website, huh? Yeah, I published this on a website called Wattpad. Wattpad, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool because you can see, um, like how many people viewed which uh, page or whatever, which chapter. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, well, with the, hopefully with this uh, detective book that I'm writing, it could be a big hit or it could be a bust. Who knows? Where are you putting the um, detective book on Amazon uh, Marketplace? I'm putting it on Wattpad. Wattpad? Why don't you want to put it on Amazon Marketplace? Because Amazon's stupid, that's why. How about Lulu? No. You, you're, you're tired of Lulu? I'm tired of publishing things in general, you know, so might as well give Wattpad a try and Wattpad turned out to be a hit. That's pretty good. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, anything in the news you want to talk about today, Ed Ray? Yeah, I'm talking about the fact that uh, yesterday I came across a story on Yahoo about how an Amazon worker is making $19 an hour and is homeless in New York City. Wait, nah. uh Yeah, it apparently happened. I mean, the worker could not afford to pay the rent, so she's living in a car. And they're making 19 an hour? Yeah, which is pretty generous <sighs> considering Amazon, but still, the city of New York is pretty messed up with all the expenses, and of course, the superintendents are being greedy assholes. Where do you think's more expensive? Where do you think's more expensive to live, Los Angeles or New York? Oh, I'd have to say New York. You really think so? Mm-hmm. But I think, do you think the homeless population is uh, greater in Los Angeles or New York? New York. Oh, I'd have to say Los Angeles because New York's got a lot more money. But like I said, some of the superintendents of apartments or rent houses are incredibly greedy. Meanwhile, in Los Angeles, you have a lot more unemployed. Oh. There's less jobs out there? Oh, yeah. That's why a lot of people either go to New York or they go to Texas for jobs. Why, why do you think there's... You think there's be more jobs because there are more people and uh, there's like a lot more restaurants and weird stuff and weird innovation things. And But I guess it's mostly like a Hollywood town over there. And so it's like if you can't get into acting, then you're poor. Yeah, I mean, you have to be part of the SAG to become an actor in Hollywood. And you can't just uh, be your own type of actor. You have to be as woody as woody as hell when you go to Hollywood compared to being in Broadway in New York. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, some of the greatest acting happens in Broadway, in vaudeville or whatever. That's why a lot of more people are watching Broadway when they're in New York or watching players clubs all around the country because Hollywood sucks. Hollywood does suck. The trash. Hollywood trash. Um, I have another thing to talk about. What's uh? When's the last time you had like a job? I forgot how many years ago it's been. I mean, I've been working a lot of side jobs just to earn, and of course, I've been selling to earn. But as far as having a regular job, I don't think I've had a regular job since October thirty first of twenty sixteen. I'll be honest with you, Ed Ray. My job's trying to murder me. They've been trying to murder me all week. They don't know. They don't know what they're doing. They hire bosses from off the streets. They don't promote from within. Uh, it's like, and then they don't know what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. And then when we hire help or hire extra workers, 
they don't know what they're doing, they don't want to work, or they're really just, they're not being trained properly. Something's going on. Something weird is happening uh, at the job that I work. And I just can't explain it, Ed Ray. And, and they're putting, the older people that have been working there for a while, they're getting the blunt, the brunt, the blunt, the blunt brunt. Brunt. They're getting the brunt of the situation. Uh, so they're they're being overworked. They're having to work double the amount of work that they're supposed to. And, I mean, it's leading to crazy hours where, where everyone's getting home at, like, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Even though the you know for uh, for five day people their their end time is supposed to be two thirty and then for four day people the end time would be four thirty so but so two thirty and four thirty should be the clock out times and yet everyone's clocking out at at seven o'clock. You th- you think people are starting to work sixty hours a week instead of their normal forty? Yeah, but it's in a bad way, in like a way where it's like where they're screwing you over. Are, have you been screwed over with overtime? <sighs> yeah, like no, but it's like it's like it's like it's not even just overtime. It's not extra. It's like not extra work. It's more. It's like it's like extra extra. It's hard. It's not like easy. It's not like oh, just you know, earn some extra hours. It's man, I need to go home, but nobody's doing their job properly, so I'm having to stay longer. You know what I mean? Just the other day, uh, and people are getting injured because of it. They're 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 overworker they're overworking employees and uh, we just had a uh, a guy hurt his back and so he's out someone hurt his their ankle they're out and it's because they're ordering you know they're they're forcing them to order a thousand cases and then work and they they expect them to get done with a thousand cases in in six hours <laughs> you know what I mean they expect them to get done with six hours and then go to their next store no wonder why you've complained about knee problems. Yeah, dude, it's, it's it's getting bad. It's getting rough. Like the other day, I had to work two routes, and uh, I got home at eight something because of how long it took. And it's like it's because people are getting kicked out of stores, and people aren't working properly, and it's just it's just a headache, man. It's just a headache. Like it's so crazy. And of course, the COVID pandemic has given the mental the people the mentality of I don't want to work. I'll just use unemployment. Well, guess what? The unemployment's eventually going to dry up, and you're going to need to make money somehow. So you could either do what I do and go get some side jobs, or you could get a real job. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, some follow up. I got some follow up stuff from the last episode. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the last episode. We did a tribute to our uncle Robert. Uh, his uh, his funeral. Well, he opted out for a funeral, but his service is next week. However, he did not want a service. And so there's some nefarious actions happening to where where we think maybe his death might have been a little nefarious, more nefarious than originally thought. Yeah, which means there could be some classic case of fraud going on that it may involve the federal government because... The way that our uncle died is very suspicious because he looked like he was in great health before he passed away. Despite his heart conditions, he was still trying to take better care of himself. But I guess what was happening was he was being screwed over with his uh, own business and his personal life. And I guess his, I guess the stress got to him. Well, it's just so weird. Um, you know, we had another uncle living with Uncle Robert and getting work from him. And uh, he actually he, he basically seen his brother uh, pass away in front of his eyes, and uh, 
but like just the 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 days following just just thinking about how 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 like this a, a, a particular person who was once in our uncle's lives i guess was starting to come back around and all of a sudden our uncle dies okay and and then i guess she's someone started stealing the possessions from Uncle Robert's room. Is that crazy? Stealing it, taking it, and get and giving it away to her family, family members, her family. You know what I mean? Lo- changing, changing codes. She was changing codes uh, so that uh, Uncle Robert's uh, sons couldn't get to it. How crazy is that? This is what happens when you trust people that are not of your nationality. Oh my God. Oh my! You know what? That's probably the problem with uh with my job too. We were bought by that um, Mexico company. <laughs> you can't trust them. <laughs> Just, yeah, when you when you sell out to a foreign company, they are going to work you. They are going to stress you. And if you personally are with another person that is not of your nationality or whatever, they're going to screw you to the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another news. Uh, what are your thoughts about these? The new recent revival, they're bringing a show back. Get, get, guess what show it is. Guess, guess a show that you might like that they would bring back. Mm. Depends on what network it is. Uh, I, don't, I can't. Maybe Fox. King of the Hill? Yes! How'd you know? Oh, I've read some articles about it, and let me tell you, if it's on streaming services, good, because I don't want to watch Fox. Oh, no? Nah. Because, let's face it, local TV and cable TV, they all suck. Streaming services are very subjective, but depending on where King of the Hill is going to return, it could be good. Yeah. Uh, you, you were a big fan of King of the Hill? Oh, yeah, back when it was on television, but once they killed off... Uh, Hank Hill's father, Cotton, that was when the show went downhill. Oh, really? What season was that? I forgot which, uh, which season it was, but I think the episode was called Death Picks Cotton, where Cotton and Bobby went to a sushi restaurant, and uh, the, the sushi chef threw some shrimp in Cotton's mouth, and he had a very bad reaction to it, ended up getting burned and all that other mess, so that was what killed Cotton Hill. I just know that propane is better than charcoal. That's why I got a propane tank over at my place, but I just need to get it refilled. <laughs> oh man, what are your thoughts about the news about um about the uh, South Park creators uh, finally breaking to woke culture, and they're gonna go and edit. They're gonna change the Mormon musical because woke culture found something offensive in it, and f- and for the first time ever. Matt Stone and Trey Parker might actually be breaking to woke culture. Well, if Matt Stone and Trey Parker are breaking away to woke culture, they might as well cancel South Park too, because South Park was all about being offensive. Yeah, I, I, I wonder what I wonder what made them decide this. I wonder if they had like some sort of pressure, like because I'm sure like they're pretty proud of the of the Mormon musical. That's the whole reason why they're you know slowing down on the uh, on the show itself. And so, uh, and so, uh, um, what the hell? Who's calling me? Anyways, uh, 
that's probably why they're putting it on the show itself. Um, but yeah, like, what was I saying? I'm sorry, someone called me and threw me on my head. Well, you said that they uh, were about to change some of the stuff. Yeah, I wonder. Musical. I wonder if they were being threatened that their uh, that the um, musical would be pulled from Broadway. Very likely. I mean, they've been threatened constantly by every religious group, every censor, pretty much everything out there. And I don't know if they're getting to the point where they might have to conform and by nixing the project altogether. I don't know if they're going to continue South Park at this point if they really are waking up to the woke culture or whatever they call it. Indeed. Indeed. It's very interesting. Sorry, there's like ants biting me. <laughs> we're outside today. We're, we're, we're enjoying the nature and it's like, it's pretty, um, pretty hot and sweaty. Yeah, this is, uh... This is what happens when we opt to do a uh, episode outdoors. I mean, while it is great that we're getting fresh air and we're in a good environment, the the negative is when we're out here during the summertime, it gets incredibly humid because when there is humidity, there's going to be bugs everywhere. You know what, though? As this beer warms up, the turtle power, it is tasting super good. Oh, my God. This beer is really good. Oh, Ed Ray, Ed Ray, Ed Ray. <laughs> This is a crazy life we live. Crazy world we're in, Ed Ray. Crazy world. <sighs> I I want to um. I want to talk about stuff. We're not really talking about. There's not much to talk about this week, is there? You know what? I've got so much going on. We got this. Uh, oh, that's what I want to ask you about. Um. So for for those that you don't know, two episodes ago we mentioned that we were brewing our next beer. Cabal's Herbal Brown Ale, which is uh, the Nomad. Uh, it should be ready to review uh, by at least in like two episodes. So in two weeks, we'll probably review the um, review the beer for an episode. Uh, but I gave away... Uh, I used all the birch root, but I gave away the birch leaves because I only used about a fourth of a bag. I gave the rest away to Ed Ray 1416. Ed Ray. Tell us your experience, your full experience from start to finish of your of trying to use the birch leaf. Okay, so the birch leaf is a very powerful uh, leaf from a birch tree, you know. Uh, one of the things that I try to do is, like uh, mint leaves and just heating up water for brewing green tea, I use my coffee maker with a coffee filter, obviously, just to keep the leaves from clogging up the area where the hot water comes out and gets into the coffee pot. Well, anyway, I, ju- I learned that uh, you should not use birch leaves. You should not brew birch leaves on the coffee maker because even though the birch leaves will not uh, clog up in the coffee maker thanks to the filter, it uh, it holds a lot of moisture and it won't and it won't drain properly compared to when you brew mint leaves. It did a couple of times. Oh, no, it so, so that meant that after I was done brewing, I had to get the coffee filter lid and clean that out <laughs> just to make sure I could get a smooth flow of hot water into the coffee pot for when I started brewing for green tea in the morning. Uh, so the one thing I'm having to learn right now is I have to boil, I have to traditionally boil birch leaves for X amount of minutes just to get birch tea out of it. Well, anyway, when the birch tea was finished, I cooled it down in some ice 
and tasted it, it had a very bitter flavor. But when you add some of the sweetener to it, like a stevia or a monk fruit, it has more of a spicy and sweet taste. But if you just drink it plain, sure, you may taste some of the spice of the birch, but it's going to be bitter. Okay, so so you finally tasted it. I'm sorry, I, I was seeing some uh, some stuff. You finally got to taste it, and then you said it, it had a spice to it? Yeah, I mean, if you uh, drink it plain, it's going to be spicy and bitter. But if you add a little sweetener, it has a, a sweet and spicy taste to it. Oh, that's very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Um, now I added the birch root, I added the birch leaf to my, I should have added it to the boil. You know what? That's probably my issue. I added, cause I put the birch root in the boil, but I put the birch leaf in with the mash thinking like what you thought, but you know what? Maybe that's why I didn't get as much sugar out and I, I didn't get as much gallons because maybe that birch leaf soaked up. It was like stopping the water from draining into the pot. Oh, so I probably should have used that for the boil to get that uh, birch spice uh, in it. Um, so what would you end up adding, honey? Oh, I added some liquid stevia just to sweeten the, the birch tea, and then I was able to tolerate it from there on. Uh, and that, apparently it's healthy. It's good for you. Did you, uh, t- did you feel any benefits, or was it too subtle? Oh, I felt the benefits just like I felt the benefits of mint tea. Oh, very nice, very nice. Would you recommend, uh, what would you recommend next time for when you're making a birch tea? Well, just boil it in a regular pot for X amount of minutes and then let it cool down and then add whatever sweetener you want to it. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, um, that's kind of crazy. You know, a lot of people were saying that birch tea was, uh, well, they were, they were picking it. See, I bought special, I mean, it was the, like, the, the best birch leaf to buy, uh, there was this like country folks on YouTube, and they were reviewing birch tea that they grew. They grew they grew birch leaves in their yard, and then picked it and then made some tea. And they said it was pretty plain. But um, but the fact that you're saying that yours was actually kind of like bitter and spicy had a spicy kick to it. That's very interesting. Uh. So anyways, everybody, this is going to be a short episode. We might not even make it to 30 minutes. Uh, we just needed to get it done. Uh, what hap- we're, we'll, we'll have more to talk about next time and more of a show to do. This is really just a birthday episode, a little special. Uh, Turtle Power was um, awesome. It's an awesome dessert beer. Um, shoot, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Turtle Power. Nine out of flipping ten. Oh my god. But uh, we're going to go back to uh, bits and uh, actual episodes probably uh, in the coming future. Uh, we just, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a little easier just trying to, trying to go off the cuff and talking about um, what's in the news and personal uh, things and whatnot. Uh, today, we kind of, uh, I, I wasn't, my brain couldn't lock in a lot of things. There's a lot of stuff going on. My birthday, my son's birthday. Lauren meeting her dad. This is a crazy week. And because it's a crazy week, well, it's a crazy short episode. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it, though. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. I hope uh, if you're ever in the um, Humble area, go down to Ingenious. They make, one of the, they make some of the most unique and fun. They, they make some of the most inspired beers in the Texas area. 
I'll say that right now. Ingenious is probably one of uh, one of the best breweries in the area. They always make a good beer, even if it's not exactly what it should be, or the flavors aren't exactly you know on par with what they're supposed to be. Uh, just uh, you know, speaking on past reviews of some of their beers, but um, every beer though is drinkable. I have not. Oh, I bought one beer, uh, the Stillborn Stillborn Milkshake IPA. That was the only beer that was gross. But it was only because I just didn't like that flavor. <laughs> but but Amon actually liked that flavor, so that was weird. But uh, I'm sure you hear that bug. Shut up! I'm sure that bug's annoying. But that's that's just my opinion. That's fine, because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million simple people.